everybody listening. Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Family Talks. Today I'm your host. My name is Cody Oliver, and I'm the media coordinator here at GMA. To my left, we have Leif Hetland. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) It's always great having Leif here. And then to the right, we have... Hey, hey, I'm Kaylee. I'm the executive assistant here at GMA. And I'm Alicia Edwards, the partner coordinator for GMA. Awesome, awesome. Well, today we're going to be talking about some different things and just having a conversation together. And um, I think one of the first questions that we're going to just jump straight into the conversation with is, what does it look like to find your tribe? Um, Some people out there might be going through a season where they're looking for a community, looking for a place to to jump in and dream with alongside people. And what does that look like to you guys? Yeah, well, family is the message that we preach here at GMA, it's who we are, it's it's what we burn for. And so I think the subject of community is is so important and it's, it's an adzi- desire in each and every person really uh, on the planet is to find who they belong to be with. Yeah. And so I would, yeah, I'd love to hear from you, Leif, of um, with your travels and different places you've been and the people that you've yoked yourself with, um, how, have, how have you found community around the world when you're always traveling yeah I think that you have to be a a little bit more intentional it's like I just came from Cuba and that's why my voice is a little bit the way it is but we have a family in Cuba and and we have a tribe in Cuba and it's just and again there was a very supernatural connection that happened about 11 years ago with Aki and Yazir and now their church and we have a nine other churches and then we have another tribe also in Cuba that are connected to us that has another 50 churches so when you then go to Cuba compared to in the past it, it's to be with family and it, how to do family so it's difficult with a communication with Cuba because even with the WhatsApp and phone calls and everything else so that's been one of the challenges as well as with the language but as I travel from place to place around the world, we have developed, as I'm saying, a very close-knit covenant community, family. Uh, Philippines has been very, very good with us in regard to because uh, I think even naturally speaking, uh, family is very natural for them. So then when it became supernatural and we connected, I think they taught us a lot about how, how do we live love and how do we connect how do we the difference between convenient relationship and covenant relationships and when you're becoming one uh, together and so i think that when we had a prototype that was also a little over 11 years ago so a lot of it i think the family and that our tribe started to get more and more clear uh, because you have to have a culture with that tribe and with that culture you need a language and that's i think now it's the language is becoming very clear as well as I think that the culture is becoming very clear and we are seeing how that culture now is actually changing culture around, mm-hmm. including like we had a lot of people that had never even been around the GMA family that came on this trip. We were close to 25 people in Cuba, but just to see them over the next four or five days, they just changed mm-hmm. because that we have such a strong culture. That culture then changes, even if it is an orphan heart or the temperature that we have in the family changes the temperature of the people. Mm-hmm. So just even a few days, they start to pick up the language. You started to picking up the culture of the family uh, because the language is now very, very clear. They're picking up that language and mm-hmm. connects on what used to take years. is now just taking days and people are just being changed by it. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. I think, um, 
you know, just speaking into what Leif was talking, just because he travels so much, my <clears throat> unique job here at, at Global Mission Awareness is, as the partner coordinator, is to be able to connect in with the family. And it's such a, it's, it's such a fascinating job, and it's just you, you realize that people, are, our partners, are more than just our financial donors. They're, they're actually part of a family that they're connected into. And um, earlier this year, I, I was able to go with Leif to Colorado and meet some of those people in person. I um, mean, those are people who just um, have, have joined the family and some of them even 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's so unique watching um, this family message that Leif preaches is actually something that is happening throughout the nations. And I think that that is one of the special things even about our family gatherings that we have here in Atlanta yeah. is gathering um, our family in our, our tribe that we have, that we've had around the nations that we're able to bring here to our home. And that's something really special um, that we get to, to do. Yeah that's, yeah, that's really, really amazing. Um, I think something you talked about was just the, the power of relationships and how mm-hmm. cultivating that relationship looks like. Can you say or talk any more, Leif, about what the power of relationship does to a tribe or how the foundation of a tribe gets settled in relationship? Yeah, I think also just from a big picture, I mean, God is so relational. So you can see the relationship that is between a father, son, and the Holy Spirit. So even from eternity past, you can see the relational qualities. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I only did what I saw my father do. I only say what I heard my father say. He lived in a totally dependency upon the Holy Spirit, totally connected to the father. And you're seeing this thing between the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So you see the power of relationship, mm-hmm. diversity. They are three, but they are totally one. So there's only one God, and He is a Father, He's a Son, and a Holy Spirit. So you see that also in our family then yeah. in regard to the relationship. When there's covenant relationship, you can have a group of 200 people there, but there's total unity. There's that oneness. You find your place at the family table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody has an identity in the family. So everyone has a value. Uh, so each person is very valuable. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other thing that I think that's very much connected to our tribe and our family also, and we find a place also dreaming with other people. Mm-hmm. So, it's, uh, so that's probably the basic is identity. Everybody's a beloved sons and daughters, how valuable each person is. Each one have a special sauce mm-hmm. <laughs> that you bring into the family table. So it's just amazing then to watch when you find out, mm-hmm. wow, this is not just who I am, but this is also who the rest of the people around the table are. And then you can start to taste and you can see how good God is through these incredible relationships. So just think about like marriage. I've been married for 28 years and then we have four amazing children and one mm-hmm. son-in-law and the relational quality that we have together. But then you can imagine that we are probably close to about 100,000 people just part of our tribe yeah. now. So if you're just starting to see the generational blessing that is flowing now. So it looks slow in the beginning, but then after a while now, the multiplication that is taking place. So in 22 countries, we do have this kingdom family movement going on in 22 nations. Yeah. And it's just amazing now when you go to those different nations and you're meeting people and it's just like you're going home. Yeah. Uh, different culture, different personality, but it's one family. Yeah. And that unity that is in family, you connect right away. Mm-hmm. And even for people when they're coming here to the family gathering, they recognize that, that mm-hmm. there's something we have in common and that's what also spiritual fathers and mother provides for them. Yeah. Because in the next moment, uh, each one gets connected. It thinks that it will maybe take years, but now suddenly, automatically they have something in common. Mm-hmm. And you're finding your tribe, you're finding mm-hmm. 
your special place at the family table. Right, right. Yeah. Man, that does speak, like, for me, I went to the Kingdom Family Gathering, not last year, but the year before last, and it did just speak just so much to me that the value of family and home was very easily attainable to me. And I was younger. I was maybe, I'm 23 now, so 20, and it, it was very evident as a, as a young man of going, oh my gosh, this is what family feels like from different parts of the world, different uh, just facets of people, and it just felt like home, which is what Leif said, and that really spoke to me. That was really cool. Yeah, I yeah. think you said a lot of really amazing things in the question you just answered. And uh, one thing that I'd love to hear your thoughts on is um, how do you find your tribe in the midst of transition? Mm -hmm. So I moved from Northern California, attending a ministry school last year, and I found myself in a in a predicament where I cultivated amazing community around the world, and we all s split up and mm -hmm. went back home. And um, I just, yeah, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the importance of being intentional in and the practicalities around being intentional. What does it look like to be intentional in the relationships? Because I find that if you want to find your tribe, you really should start with finding your person first. And mm -hmm. if you have at least one, the mini will come. <laughs> and um, I'm finding that to be a challenge that I'm really loving is is walking out the intentionality of, of stewarding the connections and the relationships, like the moments that you've had in Penang where you say you meet these amazing people and instantly a supernatural connection happens in your family. Mm. And how do you steward that connection well when you leave that person? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and how do you build that here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that it's, uh, again, you have to be very intentional. And mm. when I'm here with you, I'm 100% here with you. That's and that's also very, very important for me that uh, I don't look at my phone, I don't get distracted because the very people that I am with, uh, I'm gonna be there 100%. Uh, because the way I live is uh, I do things as unto the Lord. So uh, in the earlier days before I knew the intentionality, uh, I was kind of a God first and then family, and I, I had all of those different things. But mm -hmm. now it's more that if I'm here, I'm going to be here. When I'm going to pick up Jennifer at the airport, I'm going to be there 100% and be 100% present. So when we are in a place like Penang, uh, and you're meeting these amazing people, and we are together, and, and it's only once a year, that you get to see a lot of these different people. But throughout the year, I mean, we WhatsApp, we text, we lean heart is what we say. So mm -hmm. I can right now start to think about Andy or Matt in New Zealand. And I lean my heart toward them. I start to feel what they feel. Mm -hmm. And I start to sense what's going on. Or other times in Pakistan, and the next moment I can take my heart right now and lean my heart towards Pakistan. And Marcus feed, I started feeling him now coming home. He's been in Norway. I mean, all over the world. So we lean hearts towards one another. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just send a text and you stay connected or make a phone call or just, mm -hmm. uh, so, so I feel that we have to be very intentional. And I do that even on my phone. I just, probably several hundred people uh, throughout the day that I either pray for, lean my heart, wake up in the morning, somebody similar like I do now, uh, my wife is coming, so I'm so excited to see her. Uh, she's coming home from Cuba at five o'clock, so I'm leaning my heart towards her, so I can feel now she's gonna board a plane in Havana, I can feel what she feels, and that's the amazing thing with family. So when you are intentional, leaning your heart, and what I mean with leaning my heart, and turning my hearts and my affections mm -hmm. towards people mm -hmm. that I do love and are precious, and there's a communication mm -hmm. that is taking place just even in the spirit realm when you do. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much committed when I'm in a church service, I'm there. If mm -hmm. I'm sitting having lunch with one of my kids, I'm going to be there. 
when I'm with Jesus, I'm going to be with Jesus. If I'm in his presence, it's just learning to be, I'm not going to let anything distract from that moment because if I'm with you here for this hour, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be 100% here. And I do that with all of the different relationships, but especially when you have your tribe, it's busy because we have hundreds of people that are related to us family-wise. And some of them, it's like Jesus. He had a John in his life. Then he had a next circle. He had a Peter, James, John, and then he had another 12, and then he had 72. And then, so you had different layers of different types of relationship. It doesn't mean necessarily one is more important than the other one, but it's also then knowing that there are certain people, like Papa Jack, my mm -hmm. spiritual papa, almost every day we talk on the phone. And it's an investment because I wake up in the morning both as a son of Papa God, but also Papa Jack. So when I'm mm -hmm. leading with sonship, then out of that I can father. So that's why I'm making also that I wake up in the morning as a son of Papa God, but I also lean my heart towards Papa Jack every morning when I wake mm -hmm. up. Because again, from that place, when, I, when the sonship is the ship that is in front of all the other ships, mm -hmm. uh, then I'm safe mm -hmm. and I'm able to do supernatural connections with people. Mm -hmm. Really I good. think that also, you know, because I'm I have a similar situation where I'm from here, but over the last year, my tribe, the people who I did life with, actually ended up getting a new assignment and spread across the country. So I've been in a season also where I've had to be intentional because I call these people lifers. Yeah. You know, they're my tribe, and just because their location changes doesn't mean that that they're not part of my life. Mm -hmm. But I know that the intentionality is so important. And just the, also I feel like the willingness to still be vulnerable, even though you're not there seeing them day in mm -hmm. and day out, yeah. um, is being willing to open up and say, hey, I know I, it's been a couple of weeks or a month since I've talked to you, but this is really what's going on in my life. And just being still being present with them and still being vulnerable. Um, in the moment because you've chosen to do life with them, not just a season. But I do think that there are people that God brings to be part of your tribe for a season. Yeah. Um, and then there's the people who are there for life. Yeah. Yeah, so in that, I think the question just pops up of, of uh, what does it look like to hold relationship within the people that we call lifers and the people that are, are of season? Um, for me, I guess, Leif, I would love to hear more so of how do you keep... Uh, the transition period uh, hopeful instead of um, uh, kind of like uh, not lacking of but there's you know obviously there's something that fights against the oh we're in transition that weird thing and uh, the intentionality of, of being hopeful in a season of transition with the tribe could you speak a little more to that yeah I think that the when transition is going on uh, for me it's very important even of some of the people that are on a distance uh, so when I, we were transitioning here, I stayed in contact with the people. That's like now in Florence, Alabama, when we moved here, uh, it's not the same type of relationship as what we did when we went out having a cup of coffee or dinner together. Mm -hmm. And then when we started this, it became very important for me also to find and some community and some other relationship uh, when we got here to town. So for me, it's very difficult because I'm home for a day and then yeah. we are in the office here together or yeah. just with my own natural family to be able to be connected to a group of people and to be able to do life together. Mm -hmm. So I think that probably for me, it's more, uh, I have to be very intentional to mm -hmm. say, okay, let's have a coffee in the morning or mm -hmm. stay connected with some of those people. But it's like also now, one example was also when Scott Thompson 
who was referred to when they left to California uh, yesterday I think is when I got home and I got the news about his mm. sister dying mm. so then suddenly the whole family and just recognizing people from all over the country and around the world is just connecting towards Scott Thompson because it is a lifer yeah. it is somebody that we are so even if you are through some of those it's not the same as when you can have a cup of coffee have lunch together come over to the house hang out together and at the same time period, that doesn't mean it is anything less in regard to it. Uh, so I, I, it would be the same if Scott Thompson was my neighbor in regard to what I was feeling and what, mm-hmm. and yesterday just had to be intentional. And as well as with some of them, we, we organize these kingdom family gatherings so that we can get together some of the ones that don't see each other a whole lot. Right. Plus we right. do the same ones around the world. Mm-hmm. And that is also part of what we are trying to do is now how can we do family together and then also for the siblings to meet each other. Yeah. And that's been the fun part for me is just to see like uh, Scott Thompson and Aaron as an example, they went to New Zealand and then they met our family there in New Zealand. Right. And all of those guys is like they've known each other all their life, but it just in a snap, they're connected. And we are seeing that is taking place. So I, I think that we just have to be, a, you have to invest in what is valuable to you. Okay. And it is an investment of your time, your talent and your treasure. So when you then, because that's so important for us that the core values that we have as a tribe, it's like marriage, you do not, it doesn't come always easy. You have to focus on having time together or setting up time for dating or, it's the same with everything else. He's speaking to me right yeah, now. Yeah, you're, sure. you're about to get married. So, so 28 years of being married, but especially when I travel like I do, I have to be very intentional. Oh, I yeah. took the kids out for dinner yesterday. Or tonight we're going to all sit together. We're going to have dinner at home. Yeah. And we have to be very intentional, both naturally mm-hmm. as well as in our supernatural family, making sure that we take time, get together. We do these mm-hmm. kingdom family gatherings. It's not always easy. Or bringing some of the sons with us to Cuba or to... Philippines. Mm. So we're just trying to making sure, okay, let who do I need to spend some time with right, right now? Right. Mm-hmm. So even in the middle of all of the transitions, when you're going through a transition, uh, you do not need a whole lot of people. But even if you have one or two close yeah. people in your life that you can be vulnerable to, share hearts, carry one another's burdens. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that that's keeping both friendship, relationship, mm. family, it, it, you need to invest in it. Yeah. It doesn't come without sacrifices yeah that's really good our conference is coming up august 24th through the 26th our kingdom family gathering and you answered the question earlier but talking about community and tribe begs you to ask the question why kingdom family gathering why do why are we calling all of all of these friends sons and daughters to come to atlanta and just like you said it's to lean hearts with one another Mm -hmm. it's investing it's it's coming in and saying hey you're valuable to me and let's lean hearts and let's be together and Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we would love for all of you to come and be with us and lean heart with hearts with us here in Atlanta. We fully believe this message of family and intentionality, and this is our way of GMA, of our way of being intentional with mm-hmm. our family around the world. That's good. Really. That's yeah. good. And I feel like um, you know, with GMA, many people don't might, may not know the dynamic here even in the office Um, because like you said if you're on the road a lot but we're a small team here and I think that um, I've been here about a year and our team has um, shifted a little bit but but what I've seen is this message of family that Leif brought back last year it was about in the fall and when you brought that message of family back here something shifted in this office and I've just been able to see it and and I have never experienced 
um, in my life a job that isn't really a job. It's like every morning we wake up and we come to family. And yes, we're getting, we have, we're saving the world, you know, for, to say that we have things to do, we have practical work, but we come here and we actually sit here as family. And if one person's down on that day, we stop what we're doing and pray for them and encourage them. But at the same time, if, if some, it's never like, this is my workload, this is your workload. It's like, how can we help you? How can we be family? How can we lean our hearts towards you today? And it's such an incredible gift. And I think that that, if that has to be the heartbeat of this um, organization um, and able to be able to spread kingdom family, it has to start at home. Yeah. That's super, super interesting. That brings up a question to me is, is kind of how do you establish when you're working with family? Uh, this is something we probably all can talk about really well, but establishing boundaries and healthy boundaries between of uh, your duty, my duty, mm-hmm. our duty together. What does that look like? Um, I'd love to hear your thought process through that a little bit because it's interesting for me at the moment. Yeah. Too. And I think it's been a challenge even as we're trying to find mm-hmm. uh, the difference in regard to because in, in one way we are, as you're saying, we are family right. and take care of one another and mm-hmm. we live like family. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side is also we're running a business. Right. Right. So you right. have that right. tension. Yes. So right. that's why we are a kingdom family business. <laughs> right. Yes. And what I mean with that is that, okay, uh, because also I've had my natural children that has also been part of the office. Mm -hmm. So Lila worked here, Courtney was for a couple of years, Catherine has worked. So I mean, it's even our natural family. Mm -hmm. And then even to go home when you leave the office. And a lot of us do life together separately from just, this is not just what we do here in the office. We do trips together, we go to different events or or something is happening in our life. So it's not just going to work. Because I didn't want that. I want to have fun when I'm coming in here. Mm -hmm. I want to do the people that are in here. I love being with them, Mm -hmm. living life together. So I think that part of the core value for us is that covenant. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying in priority, but covenant comes before kingdom, Mm -hmm. meaning just not saying one is more important than the other one. Mm -hmm. But God started with a family Mm -hmm. before the assignment of that family. So we have the assignment aspect. So the alignment is more important than the assignment in mm-hmm. a sense. And yeah. if not, what we're saying is, okay, let's be family so that we can do. No, let's do family so that we can be. Mm-hmm. And then out of the being, the doing flows. So I think that sometimes yeah. what we're trying to focusing on, okay, we even in church settings, that mm-hmm. often that's the tendency that we're gonna do family so that we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that often then love has a hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you you love people with agenda, so it's kind of like you have you have kids. I didn't have kids because I needed somebody to do dishes or the grass or everything. So I think that that's probably one of the things that is just uh, covenant, yeah. relationship. That's good. That's that's it. Yeah. And then out of that, we get to dream together and do all those different things. But that's not the why. The why is just we have relationship for relationships. Yeah. Not so that. And then the byproduct, we get to dream together and change nations together and and fill the earth with that same love, that same honor, Mm -hmm. the same interdependence, the same, that culture that is in place. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's really good. The alignment before the assignment, that speaks uh, so good to me right now. I'm going through a season right now too, Leif and and y'all in the office, that uh, a lot of family dynamics are changing because there's a lot of assignment happening and it's really really exciting and really really amazing but the 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 trip up factor for me is sometimes I, I, I lose my alignment in, in the middle of that and it's uh 
I won't lie, it's been a little bit of a frustrating thing because I'm learning what it looks like to not only be in alignment, but then stay in alignment, especially from my heart's position, my mind's position, my prayer life. Um, That's been very, very big on me. So, wow, the alignment before this, that is a rev bomb right there. That's really, 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 really good. Something so amazing happens when you do find your tribe. um, you come alive. Yeah. yeah. And that's sort of the point of it, isn't it? It's you yeah. find a place yes. to belong really and you good. can become fully you. And right. that gives God all the glory. Yeah. Right. Because that's all he wants is for you to be fully you yeah. in him, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's so funny. Well, um, well, let's just go into the like a little bit of the last segment. I just want to hear, Leif, what are you most talking about excitement and coming alive? What are you most excited and feel like is going to come in alive in you and during this uh Kingdom Family Gathering happening in August? Now, first of all, I think it's good for us to even look at the last couple of our, we have had here in yeah. Atlanta, yeah. but also in Penang. To, so when you're starting to hear the stories and to see the lives, churches, ministries, that was changed, brought because of the encounters. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some amazing encounters together, and I mm-hmm. encourage, if they were not there last year, get a video, and especially the last video. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those extravagant experiences to see the people that are getting healed and prophetic words changing people's lives. And wow. there was just so many incredible things that took place in this last two. Mm-hmm. And then it, it builds mm-hmm. towards this one. There's expectation in here. So I have... a. I have no doubt about that for the people that are coming and are coming with hunger. and But but a lot of the surprises is not necessary from the pulpit or from a prophet or a speaker. Or mm. We have some of the best speakers coming here that impart. Every one of those speakers mm. have become the message. So it's not just that they are teaching something, they're actually imparting something. So the difference is when a teacher has a message or the message got them. Mm-hmm. You teach what you know, but you reproduce what you are. Mm-hmm. So every one of those people that are being selected to come here and to be part of this kingdom family gathering can impart what they've become. Yeah. So there's impartation in it. And then to be able to see the variety of the different special sauces that mm-hmm. is coming in from an apostle to prophets to the worship. We will have some people that brings you into the glory realm like the Alberta and Kimberly that just incredible. I mean, these are yeah. uh, my favorite people actually when it comes to soaking and being in the present. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand also, we're going to have bread and wine and we have another incredible just Jason Upton is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. So it's just, so we're going to have that. But I think that what happens just with the people that you're hanging out during the lunch times and you're getting the word in the parking yeah, lot and yeah. you're meeting people there at the, at the book table. Yes. But it's just all of those subtleties yeah. that mm-hmm. God is going to do. There's those surprises and the subtleties and without realizing somebody just came up to you and had a word for you. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> so some of the things that was just one of the greatest creative miracle just happened that somebody just loved on somebody yes. at the last King, kingdom family gathering and and then in the next moment we just saw the miracle and started to hear the yeah. story of the miracle so that was not taken from the pulpit or us laying hands it was just people yes. loving on one another yeah yeah i think that that was a lot of the the yeah. feedback we heard last year from the testimonies was really um encountering each other i mean there were there were so many testimonies and and of what happened during the worship during the speaking, so much that went on there, but there was even more that just what this just happened between relationally. It was it's really like um, 
a family reunion um, in the best sense because some people dread family reunions but this is the the family reunion that's like the big party like almost like a coming home party and it's just as incredible and I feel like again speaking into the to the just the partner area like so I get to know some of the partners who you know I just connect with over email throughout the year and then we have new people who come in and just get so connected to family and it's not just something that happens at the conference but it's a relationship that builds throughout the year and these people are saying hey this is what god spoke to me about gma or hey we're praying for you guys today so it really is such an incredible time just to connect with people yeah 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 i know i met some of my lifers at the conference last fall i was interning for gma at the time and um, was over the bookstore yeah. <laughs> and met some Come of my on. dearest friends now that I've been so intentional to cultivate relationship with and I would take a bullet for them but yeah. that's yeah. what happens at Kingdom Family Gathering is yes. you meet your family you meet your dearest you friends really yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm running book table this year so maybe I will meet <laughs> some of my lifers that are going to be God happening in my life yes. yes he does <laughs> Um, well, that's all that we have I think mm. if anybody has any more thought processes go for it now You can register for your tickets to come join us at Kingdom Family Gathering by going to our website, globalmissionawareness.com. We have a couple of extra uh, special event tickets that you can Mm -hmm. purchase there, and we have group rates. We would love for our family to join us this year. And that the dates, again, are going to be August 24th through 26th here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Kingdom Family Talks. We hope you have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next time.